it's a great place to come. It's just kind of tucked in, out of the way. It's a place of destination. Mm-hmm. If you want to go somewhere where it's intimate and um, seclusive, it, it, it's, it's the perfect place to be. Welcome to Drop the Disc, and thank you so much for joining us today. A day late for this episode. Thank you for excusing that. Yesterday was my anniversary, so did take a day off there. Today we have Caterworks, a local company that probably does more than you think. Any kind of event from, you know, five people to 500 people, um, you know, both at our venue there and at all venues around the city as well. And we talked to Chef Darren West, who makes it all happen and has a history around food. My grandmother in the kitchen, she just, well, come over here and scramble these eggs. This is a great episode for some great vibes. We hope you enjoy it. Thank you so much for tuning in. If I'm in the kitchen <laughs> and you're a visitor <laughs> and you're about to eat one of my meals, today's going to be a good day. And of course, if you enjoyed today's episode, we invite you to leave us a rating or review wherever you listen, or even better, tell a friend. Just tell them that you enjoyed the show. That helps us to grow. We really appreciate it. And of course, stay tuned because Augusta Rocks 5, we're announcing it actually during this show. So stick around to the end. You'll hear some cool updates. This show, like every show, is presented by Nancy Powell of Powell and Associates. In today's real estate market, nobody knows what's going on. Prices seem like they're sky high. People talk about inventory. So whether you're buying, selling, looking to make an investment, or just want to learn more about the market, it's important to work with somebody that you can trust and that will work hard for you. And Nancy Powell is that person. She's worked for me personally and Chris on multiple occasions. We highly trust her. And if you don't believe us, meet her, check her out. She'll meet up with you for free, tell you all about what you need to know. And the best way to get in touch with her is just to go to her website, powellpropertypros.com. It's just another day on the road to be great. Got a list full of goals and so much on my plate. Another episode of my life to the date. Yeah, and I'ma do it all with a smile on my face. In the land of the free, at yeah, the home of the brave. The only way you grow is if you learn from mistakes. And never stop the hustle, gotta keep up the pace. I ain't got time to waste. I got moves I'ma make. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the topic is. We gon' talk about it on Drop the Disc. We can dive in on city politics. Or I can brag about my accomplishments If you hating on the city, it is not a fin Problem is that you're probably lacking common sense Augusta got so much talent that'll make it big And you gon' see in here first, don't drop the disc Ay. Learn a lot about the 706 About to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AUG in the mix, just drop the disc uh. Learn a lot about the 706 to chop it up with David and Chris A lot of interviews you would hate to miss AG in the mix, just drop the disc And drop what you're doing Open your music app and check out C-Lark C.L-A-R-K Hey guys, I'm Chris Hey guys, I'm David We're Drop the Disc Podcast We're here with two beautiful looking people <laughs> On their day off On their too. day off Yes <laughs> This is great. Great. 
And uh, we are going to have Zach in here. Yeah, we got at all equal parts, Zach McCabe. I think he dropped the dots between all equal parts. So now it's just all equal parts one time. Yes. Very exciting. Check him out on your Instagram. Yep. He's big on Instagram, at Lachat Noir as well. Uh, And we're going to have some drinks from him in just a minute. But first, let's introduce our guests. So we are here today with... Darren West, Chef Darren West. Chef Darren West. Yes. Where are you the chef at? Kidworks Grill. Yes, sir. And Melissa Mundy. Um, I'm the president and celebration specialist for Caterworks. Celebration specialist. Yeah. That we must be talk fun. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get y'all's titles in yeah. our organization. <laughs> yeah, That's pretty that's cool. Right. So uh, full disclosure, right? Uh, when this episode comes out, it won't have been two days ago. But right. as of today, two days ago, y'all just catered an event with us. Uh, in fact, I, you, y'all probably don't even know this, but y'all have catered at least half the events mm-hmm. that that we've ever done and more than half the events that I've planned. So uh, we're big fans of your work, especially yours, Darren. Awesome. Uh, no offense, Thank Melissa. You. He's you. just the chef. I gotcha. Um. <laughs> I know. I get that a lot. So <laughs> we make it look pretty. He makes it taste good. So <laughs> uh, it's delicious. Just doing my job. You need delicious. both sides. That's right. That avocado cream. Yeah. Well, avocado cream. That was incredible. That was sweet. And the tacos, the steak was cooked perfectly, which isn't normally... I don't think that's normally the expectation, so pr- it was pretty exciting. Yes. But food aside, well, we'll be back to food. Uh, first, though, we're going to talk about you guys. And so what I'm going to do for fun is have a volunteer to go first. Hmm. I can do that. So okay. Darren's giving me the evil eye. The celebration <laughs> specialist takes the that's lead. That's right. That's right. That's right. So, Melissa, you are tasked with off, uh, asking one of our most difficult questions. It's our first question. Uh, are you from Augusta? I am not originally from Augusta. Okay. Yep. I was born in Denver. Um, I'm a military brat, so I've lived all over, um, all over the place in um, the U.S. and Europe. So I uh, moved all over the place. And Europe. And yes, and oh Europe. My gosh. So yep, lived in Germany and got a chance to travel all around there. So my dad was in the army, and um, I was upset about it at the time because we had to move every couple years. But um, I'm thankful for it now. So mm-hmm. it gave me a lot of great experiences, and um, ended up back here um, for the last two years of high school so um then went to school Which in athens school? um evans okay yep evans okay. and then um went to school in athens and um and uh, finished up there and then ended up here um got married and stayed here been here ever since so um got the chance to um to make augusta home so okay it's a really really nice area and all of our family lives in um georgia south carolina florida um, Baltimore. Um, my sister's in Baltimore. Um, my brother is in Vienna, so um, he's in Austria. So wow. get the chance to go see him every now and then. That's so. going to be awesome. It is. It is. So you said it's you went to school in fun. Athens yep. um, after studying uh, a little bit here and a little bit everywhere else. Yep. At that time, what was your trajectory? What were you thinking about doing? Um, business, human resources. Um, actually, my degree's in psychology. Um, so I use that in a business sense. Um, with human resources as my background. Um, and just I just love being around people. And um, so it kind of turned into um, a little bit of a natural fit, I guess. So I came out of school and then went into the business side of it. Um, human resources um, was fun, um, interesting, and you always get to um, to kind of plan events as part of that. So 
um, that became a lot more fun than, um, you know, working with um, hiring and firing people. <laughs> yeah, That's yeah. not fun at all. But, you know, planning parties for people is. So um, so went into that and um, that just kind of became a natural fit. And um, and that's kind of how, you know, how I got into what I'm doing now. Do you know um, where you planned your first party? Oh, gosh, that would be a really hard thing to think about. Um, <laughs> my very first party? I don't know. I'd have to give that a lot of thought. So okay. I'm sure it was probably some kind of a, a birthday celebration or something. You know, it's probably in company. Athens. That, <laughs> <laughs> that's true. So, I don't know if I remember that or not. But, yeah, it was fun, I'm sure. So it was a lot of fun. Well, and, and Caterworks, Caterworks is a local business created, you know, here in Augusta. Right. Um, have you always worked for small local businesses? Um, I have always worked, um, for small local businesses. Is that something so. that you've like done intentionally? Um, it kind of happened that way, I guess, but, um, but I'm glad that it did. So it's always been a really good fit for me. Okay. Um, and, and I'm glad that it has been. Stick around. We'll be right back with more of Caterworks and talking about the things that they've done in the community. I want to tell you a little bit about our friend of the show, Dr. Millhouse, owner and founder of Augusta Hemp Company. Dr. Millhouse is a pioneer in cannabis research and development and has helped hundreds across Georgia get the specific formulas they need. If you've got questions regarding the research of how cannabis can possibly help with coronavirus, get on over to AugustaHempCompany.com today. Dr. Millhouse and his staff are HIPAA certified and compliant and would love, and I'm telling you, they would love to help you find the perfect formula to suit your needs. From CBD to THC, they've got you covered in the AUG, AugustaHempCompany.com. And we're going to we're going to continue this in just a second. Uh, we just got a very, I would say, classy is the first word that comes to my very mind. Very classy, very classy display of drinks brought to us by uh, our friend Zach. Zach, why don't you take the mic and one tell us what we're looking at, and then two a little bit about what you're up to right now. Thank you, David. Uh, so uh, today we are starting with a prescription julep. So it's getting hot. I think it was in the 90s today. Uh, so I thought something boozy to start the night off right. And very cold, very chill, easy sipper, kind of like an old-fashioned style kind of drink if you think about it. A lot of booze, a little bit of sugar, and then some mint uh, topped off with some powdered sugar. It's really tasty. It has cognac and rye in it. And wow. I, thought, I think, David, this might be the first boozy drink that you like that I've made on the show. That sounds really good. But, yeah, so uh, <laughs> this is actually a, a new drink for the, the menu at uh, La Chat Noir at the bar that I manage uh, downtown in the corner of 8th and Ellis. And, uh, yeah, we got a new menu coming out here uh, that's been released last week. And it's a menu of classics, a couple of homegrown things on there, trying to bring some – light uh to a couple of drinks that are maybe overlooked a little bit i feel like the mint julep gets all the press these days but the prescription julep is absolutely delicious i'm not really a mint julep fan so i'm (laughs) excited that you have taken a twist on it because otherwise i would have to not like this but now there's a really good chance that i'll like it thank you zach thank you zach and i know that zach will be back with another drink in just about 20 minutes so we get to hear about that um the bar at Le Chat is awesome. Yeah. If y'all haven't had the chance to go check it out, you need to. Definitely check it out. The bar also at Caterworks is pretty nice. And uh, I was there very recently when I got to meet you guys. 
So uh, thank you for pardoning us for that interruption. But let's go right back, Melissa. You were talking about planning your, you know, getting into event planning, working in local business. Um, what are some of the companies you've worked for that people might recognize? Um, I worked for um, Osmond Medical Systems. Um, they were actually located downtown um, for a really long time. Um, Julian Osmond's um, family-owned company. Um, and um, I also worked with um, a, a transcription company um, here local as well. So it's really good, isn't it? Have you tried it? I did. Oh gosh. I did. It's great. It's great. Great drink. Y'all head down to La Chat this weekend and <laughs> grab a... Um, Prescri- what was it called? Prescription Thank julep. You. Prescription I julep. But so, so you're talking about medical. Uh-huh. How did you, I mean, where you are now is not nowhere close to medical. So how did you end up in the food and beverage kind of side of things? Well, I actually um, came into that because um, I started um, working at Jones Creek okay. um, Golf Course. Um, and my husband was, he's a golf pro. Um, and so he was there and I started out... Um, helping him out there, and we had um, just a great team um, in the food and beverage side of things there, and, you know, always did events there, of course, and started, you know, wor- started out working there, helping him um, some, and... and is, this, is this pre-Cater Works? It is pre-Cater Works, okay. yep. This is just Jones Creek. Right, just okay. at Jones Creek, yep, and, you know, had a great um, F&B team there, um, great chef, and um, a lot of people just started requesting, um, you know, more things off-site, and um, so that's when we decided, gosh, we should really, we have something here. So we should put something together. And, um, and that's kind of how Cater Works was born. Being born out of need and then kind of having to rise to it. I mean, that very relatable. Yeah. It, what was your initial job with? I mean, when you put a startup company together, usually somebody's doing something they don't want to do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, there's there's always things that you, you know, end up having to do. So, um, I mean, I remember, I think one of the first jobs that, um, you know, that um, that I was given, because of course, I'm not, I mean, I can, you know, cook for various small groups of people, um, but not for larger groups. So I have so much respect for, you know, our chefs who can do that. <laughs> so I think if I cooked for more than, you know, five or six people, the taste would definitely start to be off. So <laughs> they do consistent. such a great job. Yes, I don't know how they do it for, you know, 50, 60, 200, 400 people. So, you know, we've cooked for groups of, you know, 450, 500 people. Um, and it's always amazing. So we do, they do such a great job. So we have a great, great culinary team who can do that kind of thing. Um, but so one of the things that they gave me the job of at one of our first big events was to, um, to fill up what we call grill bottles. So, you know, we do service at the table for, you know, tea, water, that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And so I'm standing there filling up all these grill bottles and, you know, having to manage that, getting it to, you know, go through a funnel to do all of that. So, that's not fun at all so but you know are you like formally one of the founders yes yes. you're formally one of the founders that's really Mm -hmm. exciting how many of you were there um let's see there were probably three four three people three of you okay Mm -hmm. yeah and and how big are you guys now um, we have um, a lot of people that, that work with us. Of course, we call in um, those people as we need to, um, depending on mm-hmm. the size of the event. So we have a really great team of people, probably 40 or so, um, wow. that we call on as we need to for big events. So I'm sure Master's Week is way bigger than that. Yep, yeah, yeah. And so we just finished Master's. We have people that come in, you know, from different states, of course, to help us out. Wow. So they come in and stay here for the week. And, you know, we put together a great team to do that. And then when we have larger events, too, we have people that come in, you know, different chefs and different, um, you know, some of our service staff that come Mm -hmm. in to help us out as well. So, yeah. About how long has Cato Works been in Augusta? 
Let's see. I think this is our eighth year. Eighth year. Yep. Mm -hmm. You're close to that lucky number 10. That's right. That's really exciting. Yep. So we'll use this as an opportunity to transition to Darren. So Caterworks has been uh, in existence in this area for eight years. Um, How long have you been with Caterworks? Actually, I go back to Jones Creek. Yeah. Yeah, I I go way back. I was just a cook at Jones Creek working with Ray Monday. For um, about five years off and on. Okay. So there's always been the camaraderie there. Um, we're family. Were you from Augusta? Yes. This okay. is home. Downtown Augusta. Downtown Augusta? Oh, yes. Man, that's cool. What, what can you tell us, like, get, you know, get us a little closer? Like what, like east side, west side, south side? Um, Maybe the Lane Walker District. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm, the historic um, Lane Walker District. I uh, went to uh, Lucy C. Lane in high school. Okay. Then on to Augusta Tech um, with the Culinary Arts Program, <clears throat> and um, started doing some internship at um, St. Andrew's Presbyterian Church. Um, that kind of got me downtown. My, yes, mm-hmm. my, my experience at um, my hands-on catering. So you, you know. wanted to be a chef, like um, you've kind of, you know, actually, I, I've always cooked like just like knee high with my grandmother in the kitchen. She just. Well, come over here and scramble these eggs and <laughs> put flour in, in the biscuits and um, kind of, Not you know, only cooking, but collaborating. Yes. <laughs> right, right. Without choice. <laughs> um, so it's kind of second nature, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, and I guess, you know, it, it took me uh, just some while to say, hey, why don't you just do what comes naturally? So cooking is it. I love yeah. it. You know, I don't, I don't want to do anything else, actually. Now, you, you have, you had your grandma... Forcing you, but mm-hmm. are you basically <laughs> self-taught? No, I, well, I've had the opportunity to really work around some really good chefs, especially like the older generation chefs from Augusta, uh, Don de Toe, uh, Cafe de Toe, John Louis at Cat Walladers, and I just kind of been around some really kitchens and some good chefs, just picking up and honing some skills. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so here I am, just still developing, you know, myself to mm-hmm. uh, to become an, uh, an accomplished chef. Okay, no. so so you started at St. Andrews, <clears throat> mm-hmm. uh, which is an event center, in case anybody doesn't know. It's also a church, but they do weddings, they do corporate events, all that That's kind right. of stuff. W- take us through your progression. Where have, where have you cooked? Ooh. <laughs> That's a tough, I know it's a tough question. Well, you know, I, I'll tell you what, there's the beginning. I said the beginning would be Dizzy's Chicken, if you're familiar with Dizzy, that. I'm not. You got to tell yeah, me about Yeah, so Dizzy's Chicken was um the late Mike Smith. Okay. Uh, events 2020, if you're familiar with Events 2020. Um, I worked up in here. I was a kid in high school, um, a line cook really? at, at Dizzy's Chicken. Yeah, so um, and just kind of going through all um, a number of other, other places, um, um, Cafe de Toe, mm-hmm. Cat Walleters, um, French Market Grill. Okay, okay. Just moving around a little bit. Um, Jones Creek, and um, from Jones Creek, I actually um went to school uh, at Augusta Tech. And um, I started catering, and at some point I decided to be a personal chef. Oh, okay. So, tell, what's a personal I've chef? I've never tell spoken us, to a personal so chef. So, tell I, us what that looks like. I, I am owner operator of Darren's Pantry Personal Chef Service. Okay, and <laughs> it's where we come into the homes and we provide like a really nice meal for groups from just maybe a couple on up to like twenty something people. Wow. Um, meal prep, um, cooking classes. And um, I'm yeah. sure that's huge during Masters Week. 
Well, you know, during Master Suite, those are bigger groups. Okay. okay. You know, so um, that's where I get, you know, the big guns calling on me. Melissa, hey, so we got to <laughs> feed 300 people. <laughs> Bring somebody in. 12 different hospitality houses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Man, that's cool. So that's a cool, you have a, you have a nice background of, of really like different types of restaurants too. I'm wondering like, so, so you're at Jones or you were at Jones Creek. Were you there when they, when Caterworks was kind of transitioned into being founded? Yes, actually I was. Were you a part of that? Um, no, I, I think that the chef at that time and Ray Monday and Melissa, they was, um, kind of building the foundation for that all, you know, I was, uh, just responsible for keeping everything going in the background okay. while there was, you know, beginning that business venture. So you were running Jones Creek and they were running basically a whole other operation mm -hmm. out of the same kitchen. That's correct. Whew. Wow. That's got to be complicated. Yeah. You got to be a good team worker. Hey, you know, we, we're partners. <clears throat> we're family. <laughs> so when did you formally join Caterworks? If you have. Formally, well... I've always helped out with big events. Okay. Um, during the height of the busy season. Okay. Um, and I, I think it became so repetitious to where um, <laughs> Melissa was like, "Hey, let's have a talk." <laughs> Would you like a salary? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. Stay tuned for more with these hidden gem operators right after this quick message from our friends at the clubhouse. And I know in this episode that we'll be talking about the clubhouse at Jones Creek, but the clubhouse at the Georgia Cyber Center is a little different. The clubhouse.se, that's how you reach them. They're Augusta's nonprofit innovation center located right inside the Georgia Cyber Center. And if you're looking for an inexpensive place to work, the clubhouse has memberships that start at less than $50 a month where you can get a desk, access to a conference room, and you can work with other creators in the Georgia Cyber Center with great resources available to you. And if you're trying to grow a business, they have a Make Startups program to help you with classes, mentorship, office space, and even access to startup capital. And there's many more things that the Clubhouse does in our area. Check them out if you wanna learn all of it. They are our best access to innovation for startups and the cyber community. Theclubhouse.se and you can learn about their entrepreneurship at makestartups.com. So we've come to this point. Caterworks has been founded. We've kind of, what we like to do is come together and then kind of have a discussion with both of you. So now mm -hmm. that we've kind of gotten there, we can kind of just talk. Um, but I'm curious from a start about Caterworks. Darren, you've cooked in all these different types of places. What's your favorite thing to cook? Like, what are you know? What are the types of things that you guys do that really like? Like, make me hungry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like. So it, it, I get this question all the time. I yeah. and the best way I can kind of explain it is, you know, picture Miles Davis and you're asking him what's his favorite song to play, and he's <laughs> played a million songs. Right. You know. So it, it, to to narrow it down, I would say my favorite cuisine mm. would be Italian. Italian. Oh. Yes. I did not think that. Well, I was really hoping you were going to say Cajun. Yeah, well. <laughs> it, 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 and I, I say from a personal perspective, uh, sure. Italian is so versatile. You sure. know, um, it, it, uh, Italian covers all different types of methods of cooking. Mm. You know. Have you done the seven fishes yet? Not yet. Oh, man, you got to make one of those. The seven fishes, huh? Seven fishes. I think it's a Christmas tradition that they do. My girlfriend's Italian. I don't know much about it, but I know they keep the heads on them, which is really creepy. 
Well, <laughs> <laughs> Sounds interesting. <laughs> Head on fried fish is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it's similar. So we're at this point. We're talking about Caterworks now. And, yeah. um, you know, I just kind of want to, I you guys are in this cool position where you see all this stuff. Like, one, people pro- may or may not know that Caterworks helped open um, at least one restaurant, right? And that's Cork mm-hmm. and Flame. Mm-hmm. How involved were both of you in that? Um, yeah, I was very involved in that. Um, we, um, my husband Ray actually helped to, you know, to build that. Okay. Um, and so like we physically, yeah, physically wow. build it. So it's yeah, beautiful. physically build it, do the, you know, decor and all of that yeah, inside it of it. It used to be, it so. was a coffee shop before. Right. It was a wine. Yeah. It was yeah, a wine, wine market. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we worked with them to do that, um, and transition, you know, trained the staff, you know, hired, um, got all of that set up and, you know, from a human resources standpoint, um, got the staff in place and, um, and help to, um, you know, to continue to manage it um, for the first, uh, gosh, I'd say probably year and a half or so um, that um, that it operated. And then um, we um, don't manage it any longer. Um, so we, you know, moved on to other things. So, and, okay. I yep, didn't know that. Uh-huh. Yep. And so... Um, and we actually um, worked with um, Bordeaux, um, actually up in Thompson, um, okay. to help get that one started as well. Um, so it just recently opened uh, before Masters. So it was a new restaurant That's um, in Thompson. Can you, can you tell yep. us a little bit about Bordeaux? Yeah. I'm not familiar with that. Okay, yeah. Yep. You've got both of us. Usually yeah. at least one of us. There knows. you go. <laughs> there you go. So yeah, it's a steak and seafood um, restaurant that just opened up in Thompson. So it's also an event venue as well. Okay. Um, so really good. So you can find it on Facebook and um, help to get that started as well and then turn that over um to the to the management group there so um it's um owned and uh, managed by mark and joanne herbert so it's a really great place as well so you should go check that out um and um so yeah but we have a lot of a lot of things um cooking with um you know cater works of course catering um is a big you know events management and hospitality um is kind of our main you know main focus um so we have the venue at the clubhouse at jones creek Mm -hmm. um which is really a unique place because we can you know host events there so and let's say real quick so the golf course at jones creek which people may know it for that's not open correct but the clubhouse itself you guys operate like people can go in there for happy hour you have like events and stuff there you do internal programming right right exactly yep so you can find all that stuff. So, yeah, we do a lot of events there um, that we, you know, set up for the public. And then, of course, people can also rent it for private events as mm-hmm. well. So, um, yeah, we do that. It's, it is definitely open for business. So. What kind of stuff do you all have going on there? Um, we do wine dinner. So we have one this week. Um, it's a lot of fun. Thursday. So, yep. There, Darren does a great job. Is that a common thing? We do that about once a month. Okay. So, yeah, it's done on a regular basis. So, and then we have different specials. Every Tuesday we do trivia. So, that's a lot of fun. It's pretty popular. Um, Wednesday we have steak night. Um, and then thir- the wine dinner is usually on a Thursday. Um, Friday, we usually have a seafood special. Um, so fish does a yep. great fish shrimp head, basket. Head on. Head on. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to have to come to one of these. <laughs> it's really good. Really good. So now, now is, is, is this kind of tailored towards people living in Jones Creek? I know you mentioned that it's for the public, but right. 
I wouldn't have known that. I would have assumed it would have been for Jones Creek residents. Right. And that's been our challenge, really, um, since the golf course closed, is right. just to let people know that it's open to the public for everyone. Okay. So, of course, it's great, I mean, for the for the residents there and the community there. We like to do a lot of things um, for that, you know, for that community. So we do, you know, an Easter egg hunt, a Christmas program, you know, for the residents there because it's great for them to have that. You know, I would love to have that in my neighborhood. So you've right. got a bar, a restaurant, yeah. uh, you know, all kinds of <laughs> stuff right there. So mm-hmm. they definitely can take advantage of that. Um, but it's open to anybody. Um, to the public in general so it's a great place to come it's just kind of tucked in out of the way so it's a beautiful area it it's, is it's a place of destination mm-hmm. uh, we're yeah. not on a front street um where you know there's a lot of traffic and cars rolling through mm-hmm. but if you want to go somewhere where it's intimate and um seclusive it, it, it's it's the perfect place to be it's that's a, a good description yeah mm-hmm. very good ambience you know very classic feel um just great for you know a good dining right Mm-hmm. You're almost going going into the hidden gem category. Yeah, exactly. I, I would think so. Yeah, yeah I would yeah. think so. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Darren, I'm curious. So we, we just gave Melissa a question. We got to give you a question now. <laughs> do you do the menu? This is a two-parter. Do you do the menu for the clubhouse as well as catering events? Like, are you the one that's kind of deciding what is going to be made and how it's going to be made and that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, coming in um, November... Um, you know, I, I kind of tweaking some things, mm-hmm. you know, there's menus already in place. Don't broke if it ain't fixed. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or don't exactly. fix it if it ain't broke. So what we, we've had a, a new menu for the, uh, restaurant part of it. Um, it's been out for, um, about four months now. Okay. <clears throat> I think it's a great menu. I kind of shaped it around making it fr- family friendly, you know, um, nothing too off the charts. Um, but also have some very unique features on it. As far as catering goes, we, we're just trying to make it um, more client-friendly, mm-hmm. you know. Um, what's your process? How do you determine, like, what's family-friendly, what's client-friendly, what's unique? Like, how do you make those decisions? So, um, so there's some items on the menu that I see sales, mm-hmm. you know. Sure. Um, you know, regulars come and they want these particular items all the time. So, how, how dare I take them off the menu? Like? <laughs> Meatloaf. Meatloaf. Yeah. That's not what I thought you were about to say. <laughs> you know, exactly. And um, believe it or not, it's it's a uh, it's a seller because it, it's good stuff, you know. And um, I wouldn't dare take it off the menu. So I just kind of build around those particular staples. You know, I added some um, orange teriyaki, salmon. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear black harvest rice. Um, I've got a vegetarian crispy portobello mushroom, sautéed greens. Um, the black harvest rice. You have to tell them about that. Yeah, the black harvest rice. It's actually it's a it's a it's a century old Chinese rice. It's actually black. What's that? How does that it's happen? It's beautiful. What does it taste it's like? So what good. It? Um, it's got a, a nutty um nutty taste to it. Um, it, it's it's a whole grain. Nothing you so have really said has been what I harder? expected you to say. No, it, it, it's harder not harder. texture. It, it's not. It's okay. not. Um, it, it's a whole grain, but it, it cooks. Um, it doesn't cook like a brown. You know, brown rice the, mm-hmm. it can be pretty grainy. Right. This comes out pretty soft. Yeah. Okay. So, and, and I cook it house style, so it has got vegetables in it and make it kind of festive. Okay. Looks really good on a salmon. Man. It's a beautiful plate. It looks like white. I mean, it just when you see it, you don't expect it to taste like that, but it's so good. I mm-hmm. mean, and the texture is like white I asked white you to rice. make me hungry, not starving. <laughs> 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 but that's, I, I, to me, like, that's got to be one of the hardest things is like figuring out, like, for example, 
the event we just did with you guys. I was not helpful. I said, hey, we have a general theme. We want to do kind of upscale Latin foods. What should we do? And then y'all came back with a menu proposal. Like, like what plays, like what plays, y'all have never met me. Like, you know what sells at the clubhouse, but when you're talking about catering events, like, how are you making these decisions? This, you know, these are high impact decisions. You're affecting hundreds of people. Well, you know, it's all about the mass appeal. You know, as a chef, I have to be careful how personal I get with Mm. the menu selections, you know, Um, especially when we are doing um, event consulting with the clients. One thing I like to talk to the brides about, because the brides will get so personal and say, I want this and I want that. I say, you want that. You want that. But what about the 200 people you're feeding? Yeah. You know, you have to consider them. So as the chef, I try and, you know, um, you know, give some pointers and some leads to the clients uh, to have a mass appeal, uh, you know, food, food spread, you know, because, you know, there's different people eating and so we we want everyone to enjoy the food Mm -hmm. and not just be so personal to where it's just yours and yours alone yeah and you're probably taking into account what they're drinking too yeah (laughs) i mean that's a real thing ours was a beer dinner so how you know how does that how does that come in well uh, for instance this thursday the wine dinner we've got like five different wines we've got a rosé chardonnay bordeaux uh, Cabernet Sauvignon. So, and all of those have different flavor notes. And so I have to carefully pair the food to each one of those wines. And and you, you don't drink alcohol. No. I mean, so, uh, is that difficult? I'll I taste. Mean, no, not at all. I okay. mean, I mean, I, I can, I, I'll taste the alcohol. Okay. You take a little sip. And, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Nothing's wrong with my palate. I'm the show, you know? <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of drinks and um, speaking of palate, speak, Zach is so Zach brought these like big tin cups out with mints on them, and now we have these little cute pink glasses. So I don't know where we're going with this. Well, it's but a it's a clear glass with pink drink inside. It's probably important that you said that. <laughs> I, I um, really wanted to correct him on that. Thank you. I'm thank sorry, you Zach. Uh, but the uh, this has been described as fruity. Zach, what what's going on right now? This one is a little bit fruity. So, you know, when I do, uh, when I bring drinks onto the show, guys, you know, I always, I bring a Chris drink and I bring a David drink. The, the Chris drink was the first one here today, folks. The, the prescription julep. It's boozy. It's made to evolve as you sip it. Amen. Slowly dilute a little bit and be sipped over a long, like, hot day. The second drink here is called the Knickerbocker. This is what David wears on the weekends. Uh, uh, <laughs> so uh this is a a raspberry kind of uh if you made like a a raspberry margarita with rum that's pretty much what this is it is another classic cocktail that doesn't get its uh it's 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 due It, it it is in my opinion it's very delicious easily slammed down in in one go if you'd like crushable uh, super crushable very good and both of these are on the menu down down at the theater and uh, we have a lot. Of, we make a lot of these, like a lot of these. I'm tired of making them, but I thought David <laughs> would would enjoy it. Would enjoy it. But uh, yeah, thanks for having me on, and uh, please uh, leave a review of Drop the Disc Podcast and, and uh, 
Hit that subscribe button. Zach, before you leave. He's doing can, the Lord's work. Zach, before you leave, can you please tell us about the bar side that you have at, that you manage at Le Chat? It's not called Le Chat Noir. It's called. Uh, it's called Hydropaths. Or if you were French, it'd be like Hydropath. Uh, but it's uh, it, it's named after a, a drinking club from the late 1800s that hung out at the place called Le Chat Noir, the original. That's so, so cool. It's the first cabaret, so we named the bar after the the drinking club that went there and drank a lot of absinthe and wine. That's really cool. Uh, but it, you know, really, we're just, we're open every Friday and Saturday, uh, whether there's a show or not. But if there's a show going on, come on down. You can hang out, see the show, or you can hang out in the lobby bar, enjoy a good cocktail or some. Uh, Good music and some good friends. Awesome. Thank you so much, Zach, Thank you, for Zach. being here. I, I just learned that Zach thinks I um, am fruity and I crush drinks. So thank and you so that much, Zach. And you love Knickerbockers. And that, yeah, there's a lot to unpack there. So, uh, Melissa, um, you know, I just kind of nerded out over food, which is very possible. <laughs> and I'm sure people get lost talking about that with you guys. But you mentioned something earlier I want to come back to, and that's you guys kind of you didn't use this word, so if I'm using this word incorrectly, let me know. But kind of consulting with restaurants as they start to open, is that something that you're kind of intentionally trying to start doing more of? Um, it's really not. I mean, it was just kind of, you know, something that we sort of fell into. So, okay. um, yeah, my husband was, was working with us, and um, he's not doing that right now anymore. But, you know, he helped to found Caterworks, and mm -hmm. that's something that he's particularly good at. So um, we don't have access right now really to his to his consultation expertise so but it's fun and it you know it definitely falls into you know what we do because it has to do with of course you know menu um, creation and that mm -hmm. sort of thing and mm -hmm. you know then we hire people so you've got the HR side of that and so it kind of fits into what we do but um, especially right now with the environment it's difficult to you know to get new restaurants off the ground that kind mm -hmm. of thing so um, but um, it's always fun to be able to reach out and do something a little bit different so um, it's nothing that we really have on the horizon but we had people that you know that approached us and said hey can you help us um, you know do this so that's kind of how that started so don't go anywhere we'll be right back to finish this conversation with chef Darren West and manager Melissa Mundy from Caterworks since 2017 Savannah River Brewery has been creating only the finest ales and lagers handcrafted right here in Augusta, Georgia. This brewery is open Monday through Sunday, creating good beer for everyone and everyone for beer. So what that means is they're creating beer for everybody's taste. This is something that y'all need to check out. I've been proud to talk about this every week. They're located on 813 5th Street in Augusta, Georgia. If you're interested in more information on what kind of beers they have on tap in their tap room, you can visit www.savannahriverbrew.com. That's www.savannahriverbrew.com. And if you're interested in hosting an event and using their facility, which I completely recommend as we used it for Augusta Rocks now two years in a row, you can contact them at 706-426-8212 and ask for Jim Christian. That's 706-426-8212. I would say Caterworks is almost a miracle company. Um, it's like an accidental oh. like, well, gem. It's, it's crazy hearing, because right y'all started, the golf course closed down, then y'all ramped back up, then the pandemic. Mm -hmm. And the pandemic killed 
companies like yourselves because we right. couldn't have events. Yeah, F and B catering yeah. and and uh, venues, all three of the things you right. guys are. Y'all, right. y'all need y'all need people, and people were not allowed to be there. Right. Um. And so, y'all are still here. It's twenty twenty two, and mm-hmm. y'all are still kicking. Um. Can can we? Talk a little bit about that, how that process yeah. went, how y'all survived. I'm sure. sure a lot of people out there would love to know how y'all survived. Sure, yeah. We're very thankful for it. We, um, you know, we um, are definitely try to be, you know, creative. And, um, you know, we have a lot of support from a lot of people. And, you know, the community um, there, the community around us is great. And, you know, we did a couple of different things, of course, when we had to, you know, overnight, of course, just like all, you know, people in our business, there were no events. I mean, one day we had all these events booked and the next day, bam. They were right. all canceled. So, you know, like you said, there were no events. There was no catering. You know, then all of a sudden the restaurants had to close. So, mm-hmm. you know, what we did, because we have this nice little um, circle at the front of the clubhouse, we did, um, you know, pick up. So we did curbside so people could come and, you know, and pick up. So we, you know, quickly ramped up the restaurant side of it and um, and did that. Um, we also developed um, a grocery service. So, you know, people were having trouble getting things. So, you know, through our... Um, our vendor, um, we were able mm-hmm. to get, you know, paper products, toilet paper, paper towels, wow. that kind of thing. So we, oh, so you know, people developed. People in Jones Creek, that's who had the toilet paper. There you go. That's <laughs> right. You should have called us. So we had plenty of that stuff. So sugar, eggs, milk, all the things that people were having trouble getting. So they could order it from us. And then, you know, we would place the order for them. And and then we we would either deliver it to them or um, or they could come and pick it up. So we also did, you know, food delivery services. That's um, really cool. Around there. So, you know, we would go out outside of the neighborhood as well but we did a lot you know we're determined we were determined so you know we love what we do and it was a sad time for people in our business because we do depend on people like you said so we need people to you know to do what we do we love getting people together and you know we love celebrating so um that's just what we do but but we were able to you know to luckily to be creative and come up with some things to help get us through so and talking about being creative, um, I've heard of some kind of cool events that you guys have done at the clubhouse, um, like a farmer's market type deal. Like, mm-hmm. I, I know that you mentioned some weekly staples that you do, but let's, you know, right. you guys are more outside the box than you're giving yourself credit for. What are some of the programs that y'all been putting on at the clubhouse? Yeah, we did. Um, you know, we try to uh, to kind of base some things around holidays, too. So we did like a St. Patrick's Day um, event, you know, where we had, you know, beer and we had a beer truck come out, that sort of thing. And we did, we've done, um, you know, a farmer's market. We've had vendors come out, you know, that do, you know, jewelry and clothes and that sort of thing um you know some local you know try to support some local businesses um and then um we enjoy doing a lot of music um you know as well so um javon jones is one that we've been able to partner with a good bit um and so that's a lot of fun um tony howard we've had him come out several times he's great too um what else am i forgetting darren we've got some things in the works Mm -hmm. with uh pop-up of augusta Pop up yep. Augusta with yeah. King. Yeah, that's right. With King. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't look out for that. The legend. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fact that you guys not only, I mean, you guys are, I feel like the story we're hearing is a very like, it's a local business. It's a small business, but there's a lot of like creativity, a lot of ingenuity, a lot of outside the box. Like you're not giving yourself credit but you're, you know, you're, you've helped found two restaurants, one of which is the closest thing we've got to a five-star restaurant in Augusta. Um, you know, you've, you've done these farmer's markets really before even the city of Augusta opened their farmer's markets back up, which 
is a great opportunity in Columbia County. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously this is a tough conversation right now, but do you have any kind of ideas of, of maybe some future plans, some future openings, some future ventures that, that Caterworks may undertake? Um, gosh, there are, you know, we always have all kinds of different ideas. So, you know, we'll try pretty much anything and, you know, see, see what happens. (laughs) happens. So that's right. That's right. We're we're not shy to do that. So that's how you come up with success, right? Is just try something. If it doesn't work, then, you know, we'll just go about it, the drawing board. But, um, you know, one thing that we, you know, we are trying to do is to, um, we have like a business group that meets there every week. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, so we're trying to get more businesses to come out and have their meetings there. So, you know, we don't charge a room fee for something like that. So we have a couple different rooms that are really conducive to that. And there's lots of places because we're not a typical um, restaurant, you know, it's not really noisy, you know, it's really easy to be able to do that. So, um, so we try to support groups in that way. Um, So that's a fun thing to do um, that we're trying to work on a little bit more of. And, um, and then just really just the music part of it. Um, We've done um, a yoga brunch before. So we've had, you know, we have this nice, it used to be the putting greens, we're trying to think of other ways we can use that, but it's a great space to come out and, you know, do yoga, things like that. And then after that, you come in and have you know have a great mimosa or something like that after you've had that and you have a great brunch or something (laughs) so you know we can hopefully try to do a little bit more of that um you know the jazz brunches have always been great um jazz brunch is the best yeah those are lots of fun so we have a great veranda around the clubhouse so we've been able to do a lot of outdoor seating which is always nice so um so that's a really good thing so um, the the facility is such a nice space Mm -hmm. um it's suitable for all types of events and um, especially like, you know, music, entertainment, um, <clears throat> um, a mystery we was doing a, a mystery, uh, yep. murder, a mis- mystery. Yep. murder, murder mystery, mystery oh, night. Yeah. Yep. We'll, we'll be doing more of those. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we want to kind of keep it um, more group and event oriented. Okay. Mm-hmm. I got to ask, uh, this is a Darren question, but this is actually, I'm going to pose this to both of you. So somebody comes into the restaurant average night Caterworks, y'all have, y'all are known for their, I mean, there's other things, but the food is the center of everything. If the food's not good, the business isn't good. What, what's the, what's the top item on the menu for, for both of you guys? Well, um, orange teriyaki salmon with the black horse rice. The thing you brought in. Okay. It's it's just, it's a winner. (laughs) It's a winner. Um, there's a Ponza Surf. The Ponza Surf is a unicorn, um, Parmesan, encrusted fish or the salmon over or ozo pasta rice very springy you know very festive light um it's 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 a, it's a winner so th- those two fish items um we have a new york strip um the meatloaf <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's good. That's good. You know, i love that that's yeah. a staple <laughs> and we also have uh, a, an awesome fish and chips okay know. Really um, it, it is hand battered, fresh fried. Um, the shrimp and grits is good. The shrimp and grits is really oh good. yeah, it's signature shrimp and grits. Signature shrimp. Yeah, and grits. signature shrimp. That's and grits. my favorite. That's your favorite. That's my favorite. So that's your it's answer. Really to good. Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I I have to ask. There's, I'm, I play golf. <laughs> <laughs> so there's an elephant in the room. I play golf. Um, when the course closed, there was a huge debacle about right. the course closure. Right. Um, and I do know that there is talk about a potential 
group investor about a course. Right. But that's besides the point. The, the point that I'm trying to, the question I'm asking is, when y'all were Jones Creek, you worked at Jones Creek Clubhouse, mm -hmm. and you helped get Kdork start. Mm -hmm. When the course closed, how did y'all make it work so then now Caterworks runs the clubhouse? I guess there's a tough question. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's the hard. Logistics the of logistics that. of that yeah. because it's a pri it, it was a semi private course, and then all of a sudden now it's just an events company. So you're asking the real question. Yeah, I'm like talking about. <laughs> it. This is, this, but this is a question that we have to ask because I know there's a lot of listeners out there that miss Jones Creek Golf Course. Yeah. Right. And right. so I'm just curious. The logistics of it, how did that work for y'all? And right. I'll, I'll add a part two. If it was to come back, like you mentioned it might, Chris, would Caterworks have to move or would you still continue to kind of program the clubhouse? Yeah. Well, the, the golf course was public. So right. it was it was public, and um, and so there was you know a group of investors um, that you know that owned um, you know Jones Creek um, that group that entity, and and Caterworks was a separate you know piece of that, mm -hmm. and so um, and so when the golf course closed, um, you know there was um, there's now one investor who owns the whole thing. Okay. So um, the clubhouse itself was purchased by Mark Herbert, and so we leased the clubhouse from Mark Herbert. Okay. So, and the golf course itself is still owned by that one investor. So okay. the clubhouse can be purchased, you know, can be purchased, of course, if he wants to sell that. Um, the the uh, golf course itself can also be purchased. So, and there's been, you know, a number of groups looking at that. So, um, you know, okay. that can happen at any time. You know, we talked to all of them. You know, we've, you know, held town halls for the, you know, community to be able to come in and speak with the people and, you know, and see what they want to do. Um, you know, we're open about all of that, of course, and, you know, welcome the opportunity for that. It'd be great if the golf course could reopen. I agree. Uh, be so great there could be everybody. a world where the so. golf course reopens and you guys just keep doing your thing. Right. Okay. Right. Sure. So, yeah, we've talked to several different ones of, you know, the groups that have come in and, um, you know, there's a couple of different scenarios, you know, most of those groups they don't really want anything to do with f and b so you know right. we could continue to run that and you, you know cater works would right be a part of that and they really just need a space to you know to um, house the golf carts you know which the cart barns underneath there and then have a place for you know a pro shop for people to come in and check in and you know the driving range is there and everything is squared away so got it um so yeah there's a couple good scenarios there so hopefully it'd be really cool if that happened it would be it really would be. Thank so. you for entertaining that question. I'm sure a lot of people at home are excited yeah, a, that I did. It's important. Sure, sure. <laughs> um, now, before we, I mean, before we close out, do you guys have anything that you kind of want to plug or put out there? Um, just that, you know, for Caterworks, um, you know, we have, we just, um, you know, love what we do and, you know, the clubhouse is open and that's always, mm -hmm. you know, been kind of a, a lot of people come and gosh, I wish I'd known sooner that you guys were here. We were open or, yeah. you know, we could call you or we could come eat. So, you know, Tuesday through Friday, you know, the clubhouse itself is open for, you know, lunch and dinner from 11 to 830 and, um, and anybody can come eat from anywhere. So you don't have to be a member or be a resident of the community. Anybody can come, um, and eat um, you know we take reservations they're not required we can have a table ready for you um, you know we have great food great chefs who put love into their food so mm -hmm. that's one thing that I remember Darren saying in the kitchen so he was training someone and they were trying to figure out what he was doing he said just put some love into it so that makes a huge difference <laughs> I so gotta hear you say that he me. really he really cares just put some love in it man that's <laughs> right that's right it makes Thank a you. huge difference is so. there how can people find out about events y'all are doing or like, for example, I, my wife and I will definitely be 
Pit Nepial's wine dinner. Right. Uh, right. W- how can I find out about that kind of yep. information? Well, if you go to um, to our Facebook page, um, Facebook and um, Instagram for Cater Works, um, it's easy Just to get Cater to. Just at Cater Works. Yep, Cater and that's, Works. And it's a different spelling yeah. than what everybody at home is thinking. It's W-E-R-K-S. Right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. Yep. And it starts with K. K. Oh, yeah. Right. That's K. Important. Yep. <laughs> K-A-T. Check the episode title. Copy it. Paste it. That's right. That's right. K-A-T-E-R-W-E-R-K-S for Facebook and Instagram. Excellent. Um, and you can follow everything there and see what's going on. We're actually um, also we have a, a website that we're actually in the middle of updating as well. So we're giving it a nice overhaul, so a little bit of a facelift. So putting our new menus on there, new catering menus as well. So you can catch up with everything there. So, but yeah, we do you know all kinds of any kind of event from you know five people to five hundred people. Um, you know both at our venue there and at all venues around the city as well. So. Weddings, birthday parties, anniversaries, whatever. Any kind of celebration, yep. we're there. So. We got to get Darren making a seven fish, uh, seven fish uh, Italian Christmas dinner. We got to get that going for you. <laughs> Consider it done. <laughs> <laughs> he can do it. He can do it. So we ask every guest on this show this one question at the very end. It's our drop the disc question. Okay. And uh, I think you started... Melissa? Yeah, so let's start with and Darren. And so we'll maybe. start with Darren, yeah. uh, mainly because he is born and raised here. True. And so we asked every guest on the show, if someone were to walk up to you and talk negatively about the city of Augusta, what would you say to them? The drop to disc question is presented by Tranner Gray Media. Here at Tranner Gray Media, we are a full service award-winning marketing agency specializing in video production based right here in Augusta. We have experience at both the local and national level, partnering with businesses to bring their message to the forefront. Whether you need video, graphic design, digital or traditional advertising, web work, or creative services, we exist to help you tell your story. Don't. I'm in a kitchen somewhere in Augusta. Somewhere, somewhere in Augusta, I'm in a kitchen. That makes a difference. I love that answer. Yeah, there's always people. I feel like working hard to to kind of like do their best and put some beauty out there. I feel like any place where somebody's doing that, you can't talk. You can't talk crap. If I'm in a kitchen (laughs) and you're a visitor and you're about to eat one of my meals. Today's going to be a good day. Mm. I love that quote. Actually. I do. That's a nice quote. <laughs> I'm going to send you that soundbite. You can use that whatever you Thank want. Thank you. I like that a lot. <laughs> Melissa, you got big shoes to fill. Oh, gosh. Now I'm, now I'm nervous. You really made me nervous. I should have gone first. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would say, I mean, you know, you hear that a lot and just compare it to other places. But, you know, Augusta has grown so much, but there are so many people that you know, we talked to, and I'm a transplant too, and been here for a long time. There's so many people that are transplants that come and stay. And so why do those people never leave? There's Mm -hmm. something great here. And it's really about the people um, and the places too. I mean, the people really make, make a city and of course the food. So they come here and they stay and they stay because it's a great place to live. It's a great place to raise a family. um, And it's just a great place to, to find great people, great food. And there's so many great things to do. So you just have to take a minute, stop, look around and, and enjoy what's around you. Thank you. You know, Thank we haven't asked you. Zach this question a lot for a while. Yeah, not for a while. Zach, uh, if someone were to walk up to you and talk <laughs> negatively about the city of Augusta. I didn't know he was doing this. Uh, what it, would you say to them? What, what's the question again? I've never listened to the show. 
<laughs> See, I'll throw it right back at you, Chris. It's all good. I'll re-say it. Um, <laughs> what would I say if somebody talked negatively about the city of Augusta? I'd say open your eyes. Go out and find some cool things to do and some cool people to hang out with. There's a, a, a lot of amazing things in this town. A lot of great F&B scenes. Uh, an amazing art scene as well. And some really, really friendly people. And if you say things like that, it's just out of a position of pure ignorance, in my opinion. I've been here for six years, and I love every second of it, and I'm not planning on going anywhere. Wow. That's good. I won't lose another friend. There's a nice, uh, <laughs> there's a nice black box theater downtown to check out. Too. Yes, I the reason when you said transplant, I thought Zach's a transplant too. Yes. I want to hear what he says. Yeah. It's been a while. And so as we close today, I just want to kind of formally make the announcement: Augusta Rocks Five uh, is going to be at Jones Creek at the clubhouse in uh, August. In August, on August 13th, our next concert, uh, and. For this one, we kind of put the menu, we put a big question mark. We yeah. said, Caterworks, we trust y'all do your thing. But we can tell you is the style of music. It's going to be uh, a little folksy, folksy, a little country, yeah. a little yeah. day in the country. Very uh, very family friendly. Yep. So yep. bring your family, bring your friends, come out, have some great food, listen to some great music, enjoy some great culture. Yeah. We're very excited to have y'all. Oh, yeah. Awesome. And, and check out Caterworks every other week as well. Don't just don't just come that one day. That's right. <laughs> Thank you all for coming on. Yes. Thank you. Thank, Thank you Seriously. for having Thank us. You. Thanks so much for tuning in to the Drop the Disc podcast. I hope you enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with Davis Branch, a local music producer behind some cool talent like Mackenzie Blake, who is a local singer-songwriter, and uh, Dr. Jermaine World. That's one we're really excited about with the president of Augusta Tech, both coming up later this month. If you enjoyed today's episode, leave us a rating or review or even better, just tell a friend. And we'll see you guys next week. Thank you so much.